Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. Hello, hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Oh, yeah, we do have all our faces on there. It worked. And I can hear everybody. You probably couldn't hear me because my microphone was off. But welcome to a very special segment we're doing today. Our friend Paul from the Varmints podcast, an incredible podcast, is actually interviewing us for, I believe it's called Podfix 6, uh, one of the things our Podfix network is doing. Yes, absolutely. So on the last episode of, I I can't, I don't know if it's called Podfix 6 or Pod 6. I think it's Pod 6. I think it's Pod 6. I missed the marketing. (laughs) (laughs) Great job, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) On the last episode, way, way back, long time ago, uh, Bob Haynes from the Cretans Guild interviewed me about my projects. Uh, I'm the host of the Varmints podcast, and I have a side project called Check It In with Chomo that I haven't done uh, anything with in a while. So I don't really want to call it a podcast. It's just sort of a little thing that I do. Um, so he interviewed me about my projects, and that was months ago, and life happened, and I haven't gotten around to picking the person that I wanted to uh, interview with. So I, the interviewee has become the interviewer and I have the pleasure of talking to you two guys today. Ah, sweet. Yeah, that's that's amazing. We're, we're very excited to talk to you for sure. Thank you. Um, am I on, so how's this working? Am I on your show right now? Yeah, it's, it's show inception. We're on your show Mm -hmm. while you're on our show. Whoa. (laughs) Mind blown. (laughs) Mind blown. Okay, so how this works is we are going to ask you guys six questions. Uh, they're not going to be very hard questions. And they're going to be a little bit about podcasts, a little bit about other things. And you just answer the questions and we'll have fun with it. Uh, the first question should be pretty easy. And Kirk, you're going to go first. How did you two meet and decide to do a podcast together? Well, well we met in high school no middle school we met in sixth grade we went to school together and heck i think that was we became friends in sixth grade Mm -hmm. so uh he was one of my first friends that i made at that school i think we were both new yeah or did you go a year before yeah it was 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 both of our first year so we were kind of like new kids and uh we made we were friends since then and then technically uh me and josh decided to make a podcast and we we kept baiting Zach to try to come into it onto it the show. And we got him to guest star one time and we did say, dude, that was so much easier. It's, it was so much better with three people because specifically at the beginning, because we were not very good at, you know, filling in that, that space and have, having discussion continue. And so having the third person was perfect to always have a discussion that was going forward. And yeah. I didn't realize you you guys have known each other that long. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, really, really long time at this point. We've had several times where we've worked together. Uh, we've had just a long history of being around each other, and so it kind of just felt seamless. And I mean, the other host was my brother, so it was definitely something. It was when I guest starred on that first episode of the podcast, which was I think it was like episode fourteen, and it was about <laughs> three and a half years ago, something like that, and it wasn't a hard thing to step into because I've been talking to these two jabronis for a long time. <laughs> and then you got the bug and you created sort of a little spinoff podcast called the creator's cove. 
Yes. Yeah, and it almost truly is just a spinoff. So on the other Discovery show, for a long time, I was just featuring a single at the end of the episode. I'd gotten to about, I think we had somewhere 75, 80 different Mm -hmm. artists that I had featured at the end of the show. And it just came from a place where I like discovering new music. Uh, I like to go out there and dig for stuff that maybe I haven't heard of before, but I immediately click with when I hear it. And honestly, the story is kind of just coincidence and me just riding out a wave uh one of the bands that i reached out to for the other discovery show i had to go through their pr agent because they're they're a, a, a larger band so they had people working for them and when i reached out to her she said so when do you want to set up the interview and that was completely unlike any other time we'd done it it was essentially i would just play their single at the end of the show but she said that and i had this moment where i thought okay I have never interviewed one of these musicians, but do I want to? And so I literally was just like, how does Monday sound? And I essentially (laughs) just kind of took that as a chance to branch off and dig in more to each of these different artists and find out more about their story and still highlight them, you know, highlight. And there's, there's crossover because a lot of times the bands, well, the most of the time since then, the band that we feature at the end of the other discovery show, if they want to know more, they could go listen to a Creators Cove episode that has their entire kind of journey through music. That is so cool. That is so cool. So I've 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 gotten podcast recommendations from you guys. I've learned things that I've never known before from the other Discovery show, and you've turned me on to new music. Yeah, that's it's what we want to hear. Dream, honestly, you know, <laughs> it really is. I, I remember there was definitely a time where I. I think the one I specifically remember is we talked about a YouTube channel. That's a guy that literally teaches people how to alter their clothes so that all their clothes Mm. fit better. And somebody tweeted to us the picture of them doing exactly that, them altering their clothes because they listened to our show and then they checked out this guy. And so they learned something new literally from it. And both of us were just like, wow, this is, this is awesome. That's exactly what we always hoped would happen. Yeah. He actually took it a step further because of that. I think he became, you know, like, he's like, man, I can make clothes. And he started doing cosplay for like cons and stuff. So now he's like the leader of his, uh, his what what, cosplay guild in, in his area in Portland, which is really cool. I like to say that that was because of us, (laughs) which is, no, that's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll start with this. Uh, question that was the first question by the way this is the second question and it's from bob haynes from the cretans guild and he wants to know what was your proudest moment as a podcaster would it be either a segment or a response or a guest or anything that makes you want to kind of hang your hat on kirk why don't you go first with that i get i'm glad i get to go first because we probably have a very similar one me and zach we went to podcast movement last year and it was amazing it was great the the people that we were able to meet and it was like our heroes because we actually were you know podcast consumers it was funny because we would see all these huge names in podcasting be walking around and no one's even talking to them or acting like they know them and i'm like i that's when it clicked to me that a lot of these people make podcasts but they don't listen to that many podcasts i'm like that's aaron Mankey. that's that's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. That's Erlon Woods from freaking Ear Hustle. How? Like, go say hello. These these people are <laughs> giants in the industry. So we got to meet all these people, and that was really cool. 
But we met Cal Fussman, who who used to write for, oh shoot, what was it, uh, Zach? Rolling Stone, was it? Maybe, maybe it was Rolling Stone. I think he worked for several different people at different times. Basically, he would he would interview people, and that was his job. And he had some crazy stories. He interviewed Muhammad Ali. He interviewed Lady Gaga. He interviewed Brad Pitt. He interviewed all of these people. And after he did this talk, we went. We, me and Zach went up and met him, and uh, we told him what our show was about. And he's like, "That's pretty cool." And Josh wasn't there, and he said, "So where's the other guy?" I'm like, "Oh, well, he's gonna come by tomorrow." And he's like, okay, well, come by the booth tomorrow, and I'd love to talk to you guys more. So we went by the booth the next day, and it's funny because he this is the way he is. He likes to like make friends, like that's his ethos. Very experience based guy. He likes yeah. to just have these journeys of experience. So we waited till he did his like meet and greet, and then we went and talked to him. He's like, hey guys, do you guys want to come back to my hotel room and I'll interview you guys? And I'm like, wait. You inter- you've interviewed Muhammad Ali and Lady Gaga and Brad Pitt, and you want to interview us? And so we were able to be interviewed by Cal Fuzzman, which was nuts. And uh, we were actually on his show, and we we were able to talk about it as well. It was it was it was that was the one that kind of blew my mind. That is so cool. So yeah. I am exactly one degree of separation between, uh you know, myself and him, because Kirk, you are still to date the only podcaster I've ever met in person. <laughs> I do remember that. It was a good yeah. time. I was up there for work and we went and we got a drink and you gave me some watermelon and you sent me on my way. That's like a Kirk move. Just like, hey, let's have a drink and here's some watermelon, by the way. That, no, yeah, we, we found a little place to go have a drink. We sat and chatted for a while. And he says, well, I got I to gotta get home to my family. But before I go, hey, you want a watermelon? Here you go. <laughs> it was... <laughs> I forgot that I gave you watermelon. Classic, Classic Kirk story. Well, <laughs> and Kirk was maybe too humble to tell this story, but he taught Aaron Mankey how to make guacamole. Oh, I, I remember did. that. I so, did. so it's uh that was that was something to watch for sure. <laughs> was that going to be your proudest moment too, Zach? Oh, uh, that was definitely one of the craziest experiences I've had in podcasting for sure. It was surreal being interviewed by somebody like that. And we, we, he gave us shirts and everything. So we ended up being the ad, the opening bit for the episode right <laughs> after it was, it was pretty, pretty incredible experience. But honestly, the thing like, don't get me wrong. That is an incredible experience that I will always have with me. But I would say the proudest moment as like a podcast is more the types of story like we were talking about with Paul or with some of these indie pods that we've reached out to because there has been moments where we find pretty obscure podcasts because there's just so many. So you, you kind of dig through and sometimes you'll find one that has character, especially and it's undiscovered as well. And so you check this out and you're like, wow, this show is awesome. And we talk about the show and then we tweet them afterwards. And to me, one of the most rewarding things of, the type of podcast we do, especially on the PDS is that there's a lot of really cool interactions we've had throughout the, the length of the podcast. I remember the first time that kind of, we had that experience. We talked about, I cannot remember the name of the show. I feel like it was that one. There was a show that was literally, you would bring something that was like a weird controversial thing to like, like the one we talked about, I think was the bachelor. 
And so one of the hosts brought the bachelor. Get on my level? Yeah, get on my level. And so everybody like would try to get, he would try to convince everybody to like the bachelor as much as he did. <laughs> and we tweeted them and they literally sent us a video of all of the guys in the group, like thanking us. And like, just, it was, it, it was surreal to be doing our show and having such a good time, but then kind of make an impact with small people who are also out there trying to like make shows that they care about and they're having fun doing. And to have that interaction was, is probably one of the things that I really appreciate about, about the podcast. That is so cool. Very cool. All right, Zach, I'm going to go to you for the next question. If Kirk was stranded on an Island Mm. and he could only have three items, what would they be? Ooh, I have to guess what Kirk would have on the Island. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Hmm. This is a tough choice. I mean, we already established one watermelon, tactical watermelon. <laughs> so I don't know if that would be like he would maybe like hollow it out and put like a knife in there or like a flare gun. But you can do you have a lot of options with a watermelon. Um, knowing Kirk, he would have to find a way. I would guess if this can be one thing, some sort of MP3 player like his phone and a solar charger. Because he would be able, I think he would be okay. He could listen to audiobooks, and I think he would be all right. The guy would just live his life on an island, listening to podcasts and audiobooks. And then, okay, what's the third one? Oh, this is a tough one. Mm, on a desert island. Okay, we'll we'll give him some comfort. He's he's also gonna he's got to have a hammock so that he can just relax the day away listening to uh to podcasts and audiobooks. Yeah. And he won't starve to death because he's got that watermelon. Yeah, he's got one watermelon. He's good for <laughs> at least a day. <laughs> Kirk, what three things would Zach have on a desert island? What three things would Zach... So he'd have a lifetime supply of salad for sure. That guy eats a salad for every meal. Uh, Definitely. It, <laughs> I mean, that means I'm going to live on this island. I'm going to survive. <laughs> and then he's got to have a guitar because he loves just riffing on that guitar and i think that would help him pass a lot of this time i can't think of the third thing what would be the third thing that zach would have a hair tie <laughs> a hair tie yeah no you're not wrong <laughs> it gets hot you gotta tie it up all right uh kirk this next question i'm gonna start with you you guys listen to a lot of podcasts you get a lot of podcasts recommended to you. And I don't want to, I, I don't necessarily want this to be a negative sort of question, but it kind of is. So, you know, don't name any specific podcast or genre if you don't want to. But you're recommended a podcast. Please listen to this podcast and you listen to it and you're like, nope, that's not for me. And you turn it off. What are the things that, make you turn a podcast off and never want to listen to it again. I think my trigger point is I hate it when a podcast is, I mean, it's just, it's just me and I get, there's a lot of them, but if it's just two or three people or more, I I listened to one recently that was like six people and they were all just talking about, inside jokes and their friends and stuff and stuff. They had no structure. There's no structure. It's just like friends talking about friend things and I'm not their friend. So I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. And and they're just all talking over each other. And it is, I got two minutes into that podcast. I'm like, Nope, I can't, I'm not going to say bad things about it. And I'm not going to, 
because people will send us recommendations or they'll be like, Hey, can you listen to my show? And we don't pick shows like that, but I will, we will listen to them. Like I'll listen to it. And if it fits then sure, I'll, we'll, we'll recommend it. But usually I'm like, I'll listen to it, but I won't guarantee that we'll put it on the show. And usually right. if it's not a good one, I just don't get back to them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, hey, man. I'm not going to be like, yeah, I listened to it. I did not like it. Like, I'm not going to say that, but there's definitely been actually probably more bad ones than good ones that, that you, uh, that you find. Yeah. I think a lot of those podcasts are born out of two guys at a party, you know, talking smack and telling jokes and, and they have good chemistry with one another and then they're cracking everybody up around them. And people say, you guys ought to have a podcast. And then that just doesn't translate into being entertaining for a larger crowd than whoever's in that house that has already had a few drinks. Yeah, and, I, and I feel a little bad because we kind of started in that. We had a little bit of a structure, but yes, we definitely were that as well. Uh, we had, <laughs> and to a, be fair, we also concept. recognized that about ourselves. We killed, yeah. we axed that like the other discovery show came from that. Oh, yeah. It's literally before that it was called the Warm Up, And it was exactly that where that, we had no thing. clue what we were going to talk about. It was just, we kind of wanted to get talking and get conversational before we started recording. So it wasn't just like, okay, go action. And so we started doing that and we're like, Hey, you might as well record it. We're doing it anyways. We should not have recorded it. It was terrible. <laughs> but all we did was bring, we, we flipped, we flipped it to expanding the entire idea of discovery and it got new legs immediately. So uh, it, honestly, if that could turn into a tip for anybody out there, adding even slight structure, it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to make it boring, but structure, a direction in general will make a podcast that's kind of just like wandering and not particularly like driving anywhere. It, it immediately makes it better. Sure. And you guys don't really do a lot of inside jokes either. Yeah, we, we try not to. We have a couple, but yeah, no. We in, have callbacks, but not like only we know it. You know what I mean? We, we, yeah. We'll have a callback to like right now, Josh in the chat is saying that I would take feet and pickles to the island, which is just an inside joke because we love pickles. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. It makes perfect sense that Josh said that because I was like, okay, I won't do it to him. I won't do it to him this time. <laughs> like it has become like fake podcast canon. Uh, definitely the feet thing and so like i was like you know what i won't i won't do it but now he brought it up so i can i can say that i did think that when i got asked the desert island question <laughs> what what is a pet peeve that you have zach on podcasts uh, okay it's it's real simple but honestly if the audio quality is really really bad i can't yeah. i can't do it like I, i'm pretty much gonna turn it off and it is something that I think that we definitely did. It was the reason that we got these microphones is because we were we were using an area mic. It started out with just Josh and Kirk, so it was better. They could put it closer to them. But as soon as, as, soon as we switched to three of us, it became an issue. It sounded like we were in a metal garbage can in a hallway. <laughs> and so yep. it, it immediately became something where we're like, okay, we got to elevate this. But it, it is not – the barrier to entry isn't extreme anymore to get – a decent microphone and then to just put some post-processing because I still use audacity. We used audacity for a long time. That's a free program. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the options are out there. So it's definitely one of those things that it's, it's accessible. But for me, if I hear like people clipping and I hear everybody's levels are different and it like sounds like crackly, it's really hard for me to listen through it. 
Yeah. And to be fair, there are podcasts where they're, the sound quality is not good at all, but the content can kind of push through that and make up for it. Oh yeah. But if you don't, if you don't have the content and you have poor sound quality, yeah, I totally agree with you. And it, like you say, it just takes a minimal amount of effort. Like even if you don't want to edit for contact content and you don't want to edit out the ums and the uhs and the throat clearing and all that kind of stuff, it just make it sound halfway decent and make it sound like you, you know, you care a little mm-hmm. bit. <laughs> yeah. No, it really goes a long way into like listenability. Yeah. If I hear the bad quality, it immediately starts to put me off of the show. Like, cause you oh, yeah. can pretty much tell immediately, but as soon as I hear it, it's like, mm, they're, they're going to have to really win me over for me to listen to this. Yeah, absolutely. All right. You ready for the next question? Oh yeah. Uh, who, do you, who started first last time? Did I, did I go to you? I think I went to you first, Kirk. Yeah, last, it was Kirk, me first. Right? All right, Zach, uh, you're up. All right. Your favorite menu item from McDonald's and why? Mm. This is a tough one. I'm going to go. Mm. Zach hates McDonald's. Yeah, I'm way. not a huge fan of McDonald's. So I'm having to, <laughs> I'm having to be like, okay, I'm going to McDonald's. Perfect. I have to eat it. What am I getting? I was almost going to say any fast food place, but then I said, no, it's got to be just specifically mm-hmm. McDonald's or else. It's a great idea because then you force hot takes. So, That's right. Um, you know, what? I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to go. I would get a Big Mac right now because it's just it's just a hamburger. I feel like uh, I don't know. I, I prefer if I have to eat McDonald's, it's usually breakfast. But other than that, I feel like it's a uh, Big Mac is mostly bread anyway. So it's all good. <laughs> I love Big Macs. <laughs> Kirk, how about you? Uh, I I don't like anything on the menu, but I I have to eat there a lot because I have children. So <laughs> when I go to McDonald's, which is because I have my children with me, it I'm always getting the nugs. I know it's pink slime. I know it's not real chicken. It's all the, the stuff that they were going <laughs> to throw away from the other chicken stuff. Yeah, but. I, I I just close my eyes and eat it, and it's fine. It, Resourcefulness. It, I like the fries. I, I, McDonald's usually has good fries. Not all the time, but Honestly, usually has good I could, fries. I could so, go for a large fry and a blizzard over like a meal. I, I could oh, go for that. Follow-up question. Do you dip your fries in the blizzard? I have. I don't do it every time. Okay. It I tastes pretty good, not. though. It's not bad. <laughs> all right. Um are we on question six already? I Holy have no cow. clue, actually. What number are we on? I think we're on question six. Goodness gracious. Okay, so Kirk. By the way, I know the answer to this question right away, but it'll be interesting to hear your answers. Watermelon. <laughs> yeah, it's his answer for everything, honestly. <laughs> the movie version of your podcast is going to get made. Oh, okay. who is Who is going to portray you? Uh... Wilmer Valderrama. <laughs> I like that. That's, yeah. That's good. How about you, Zach? Hmm. I'm trying to figure out if I should flatter myself or not. It's a tough choice. Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Interesting. Interesting. He's a great actor. I, pre- I appreciate actor. his acting ability. So if I'm casting this movie, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to cast Jack Black as as Kirk. Oh, nice. And 
<laughs> Matthew McConaughey is going to be Zach. Nice. You know what? I would watch that movie. <laughs> I would too. I just want to see what Jack Black and McConaughey <laughs> would be like in the same movie. <laughs> I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I do see why you have a different reaction than I did because I got McConaughey and you got Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right well guys thanks that was six questions that was uh, another edition of pod six on the Podfix network paul thank you so much it was uh, we were thrilled that it was you interviewing us we're a huge fan of the show i'm a huge fan of you guys yeah thank you so much man it was great Absolutely. It's going to be your turn now you get to pick somebody who you want to uh Ooh. you want to talk to somebody on the network somebody on the network yeah, I mean, I'm kind of excited about that now. Yeah. Oh, do we have to? Should we decide right now? Here, let me. No, you don't have to decide right okay. now. But it's going to be. It's your turn to be the interviewer. Don't procrastinate for as long as <laughs> I did. I really, I, I really, I would like uh, somebody would remind me. Hey, you got to do the pod six thing, and I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to get on it, and I would completely forget about it. Like it would just leave my brain entirely until somebody would remind me to do it again. And I don't know how it stuck this time, but it finally stuck, and I was like, okay, we're talking to you guys. <laughs> so yeah, don't don't do, don't do like I did. Get on that real quick. Oh yeah, no, we'll talk about it next time. We're maybe even tomorrow. We're we're going Ethan. out to uh to a show tomorrow. Yep, yep. Keith and Chris will come after you with pitchforks and torches. <laughs> yeah, no, Keith is not afraid to get honest about us being late to everything. <laughs> yeah, which we usually are. Yeah, no, it's it's fair. That's not at all a knock on Keith. It's more a knock on us. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.